Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What the hell is going on? Part two. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. Yesterday we brought you the story of that Canadian teacher who was born with a penis. I don't want to call him a man. Yeah, I guess there is a transgender thing going on, but the person is Dressed up and augmented as if they're a Japanese porn character with, like, horrifically outsized breasts and nipples that are clearly visible through that person's clothing. Yeah, well, uh, with with boobs, nobody has boobs like that. It's like a... It's, like a, it's a deformity. It's like, it's like if you had a... <laughs> A head that was four feet around. I mean, it's like that with. And for some reason, this person's into that. We can't quite figure out if that's a, a kink or whatever. But anyway, he's got these big, giant, giant fake breasts and is teaching in a school. And the school's protecting him as part of the whole LBGTQ plus thing. And I guess uh, Tucker. You had know, it's an surprising to me. We didn't hear from uh, uh, what's his face. Trudeau, because he's he can keep us straight on the uh, alphabet. Right. Because yeah, we don't know LGBTQ all the letters. plus whatever. That doesn't matter. LGDP, LGT, LBT, <laughs> LGBTQ2 plus. It's even funnier than I remember. <laughs> it's all about the sigh, man. It's the fact that he gives. Oh. <sighs> <laughs> I suck. <laughs> uh, so we have an update from Tucker Carlson. Clip 60 there, Michael. So for a number of days, a couple of media organizations, including a Canadian media outlet that visited the school, 
reported that the identity of that teacher is Stephen Hanna. Oakville Trafalgar High School made no attempt to correct those reports. Why? Well, they wanted to protect this man. But after our segment, the Halton School District Board in Ontario emailed us to say that contrary to these multiple reports, which we cited, the teacher in question is not, in fact, called Stephen Hanna. Well, what is his name? Well, the school board refused to tell us. The school said, quote, we cannot confirm the identity of the individual in the photo, video, radio segments. Well, why not? This is a teacher, this is an adult man who's enlisting children in his sexual fantasies. You might want to know his name, because he's a dangerous creep. So today, once again, we reached out to the Halton District School Board to ask, why are you hiding the identity of a man who is enlisting children in his sex fantasies? They refused to comment. Well, you know, it's it's self-evident that if you're going to allow that sort of behavior in school, you're also not going to give the name. I mean, with all due respect, Tucker, come on. I mean, you know who you're dealing with. That sort of bureaucrat is never, ever, ever going to disclose a name. Yeah, that's and not then, the sin. The sin is what's happening in the classroom. And then speaking to the dress code or whatever they're going to call it, Tucker goes on. In addition to the school board, Oakville Trafalgar High School in Terry was also protecting this teacher. In fact... The high school has a policy of protecting teachers who expose themselves in the classroom. The school's official policies state that, quote, dress codes must prevent students from wearing clothing that exposes or makes visible genitals and nipples. Oh, okay, that's the policy, but it applies to students. So this guy is free to wag his prosthetic breasts in the faces of kids because he gets off on it. This is disgusting. It's the abuse of children. It harms children. Sexualizing children harms them when adults do it. And we know it's happening because it's on camera and students have complained about it. But the adults, the school board and the media are protecting this guy. Um, so, so that's a school policy. Is that a common school policy? You're not allowed to have visible nipples or genitalia? They seem like a different like visible, category. Visible, visible, or like uh, like I'm wearing tight pants and I've got my album cover of the '70s bulge going. So I was thinking the other way. I don't. I'm not sure. I think it's fair to uh, say, "Hey, I can see your nipples through your shirt." Well, what am I supposed to do about that? Right. It's um, cold. But um, you you shouldn't be able to be aware of anybody's genitals. Well, oh boy, now we're going down a road where uh, my navigation told me to turn right, and I should have. Um, if you're talking about, like, outlines and images and bulges and perhaps uh, the, 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 the toe of the camel. Um, well, wear looser clothes then, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I know. I agree. I agree. S but Stop displaying your genitals. <laughs> there you go. Uh, maybe that should be our new T-shirt. Don't, Hanson. Don't. Um, eh, no, I don't want uh, my name. I don't want my name on that T-shirt. You know, it occurs to me that, and this is utterly predictable. When you have libertine policies, when you get into societal norm breaking like this you are going to have people who push it further and further and further i mean way past where any normal sane you know like uh, i hate to even bring gay people into this lesbians whatever because it's a different topic but 
um, more progressive type policies. I mean, the whole, yes, the gay teacher should be able to refer to my husband in class, okay? But then you push those societal norms further and further and further to the point where people are going to take them to the extremes, like this teacher in Ontario who's living out some bizarre sexual fantasy. I, but because you've gone that far already, the people in charge, they're like, they're looking around for their footing on saying, wow, this is too far, but they've lost that footing. They gave it away. I came across one of these situations the other day, and I don't remember what it was. It might have been homelessness, but it was one of those. How did, what happened? Is it lawyers? Is it what? I feel like the great book or documentary hasn't been produced yet that explains how so many of the things in modern life were just taken care of in the past like you know if somebody showed up to work looking like that you'd send them home you can't look like that at work why not you just can't because you're because we're your employer and that's what we insist on that's all right or 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 hey you can't sleep here in front of the doorway to this business you just can't. So move. Used it worked for like a thousand years, and and similar with the you know you, you wouldn't have had somebody to show up at a school anywhere in any point in history anywhere on the planet looking like that person, and they wouldn't have said no, go home, or don't work here anymore. Right. What changed? Is it legal? The being so legal about everything is so legalistic. Yeah, I, it's the flip side, and this is a great topic. Um, it's a flip side to what uh, Jefferson said uh, Thomas Jefferson that the government governs best which governs least um i think what's the what's the inverse of that the society that is governed by only rules will only be governed by rules there will be no societal norms no common agreement no concept of decency that will vanish only written rules prevail yeah. well that's the that's the problem i have with the way a lot of lawyers think is that if it's legal then it's okay right and if it's not illegal then it's okay and and, and vice versa the only thing that makes yeah. something bad is if it's illegal right yeah and wow you know that could be at the heart of it the takeover of attorneys Running society, liability. I don't know. Something like it. it's a combination of those things. But it just wasn't an issue not that many years ago. All these things just worked themselves out. Yeah. Well, here we get back to the veering from guardrail to guardrail. I mean, we decided that, all right, you know, society's too rigid, too, uh, like, insisting on everybody conforming. Uh, we na we need to let people be different in whatever way, uh, but then you know you get further and further from you know uh, agreements on societal norms, and it gets harder and harder to cite them. I mean, it's just it is crazy that this guy looks the way he does in that school. I don't um, remember what age kids was that. I don't remember. Doesn't matter. I don't care if it's my high school or my first grader. I, I think it's high school. Yeah. In fact, it might it's... be worse for kids of the age where uh, you understand uh, sexual things. Yeah, their sexual awakening. Yeah, it's 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 incredibly it's it's rough. I'm still waiting for mine. Good luck with that. Thank you, man. I would like to wax reminiscent about my high school math teacher. My I think it was trigonometry she taught. 
I, as a teenage boy, if you'd had like the Rolling Stones performing in the corner of the room, it would have been less distracting to me than her good looks, which was not her fault. But she was look, she was built rather like the proverbial brick poop house. An interesting expression. Yeah. Well, she is built well. Solidly. That's right, sir. Uh, The great Charles Krauthammer there. Um, No, she was stunningly beautiful, incredibly sexy. And getting back to our previous discussion, her wares were frequently uh, visible through her clothes, whether she wanted them to be or not. And as a 17-year-old boy, it was just, oh, God, please. Seriously, bring somebody on whose cruelty equals that of Captain Queeg or Genghis Khan or so anything but this, please. I realized uh, the other day that I'm uh, attracted to the style of kind of like short on, on, on a woman, short, tight pants and loafers. And I realized it's because of Laura Petrie in the Dick Van Dyke show. Whoa. <laughs> So that, capri that, pants and loafers. Yeah, that 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 had an effect on me at just the right age, where wow. it's like that is the ideal right there, man. Isn't that wow. something? The way the brain gets wired around that stuff. Well, right, and you know, I hate to turn it serious because, uh, boy, what a beautiful woman. Um, imagine kids just getting confused as hell because a seventeen-year-old boy seeing erect nipples on a woman—that is arousing. Um, and these kids at this high school in Canada are seeing blatantly just uh, pornographic imagery in the person of this sick high school teacher, and they might be feeling some level of arousal. And good God, what, what oh. As Tucker said, you're sexualizing children and putting sexual imagery in front of them in the person of a fella who's, you know, LARPing a Japanese porn thing. Oh, my God, we're sick. I wonder if I'd secretly like a girlfriend who wore the loafers and said, oh, Rob. That might be the thing that pushes me over the edge, the oh, Rob. (laughs) Wow. Would you change your name to Rob? Just to, you know. Hey, baby, and, you know, uh, uh, call me Rob tonight. <laughs> Why? Eh, long story. <laughs> and put this on. What the hell? <laughs> what kind of guy makes a woman wear sensible loafers to bed? That's just very weird. Hey, whatever it takes. You know what? Whatever it takes to each their own. For me, it's a beanie, a bow tie, and clogs. Well, I guess that's it. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.